Hello everybody and welcome to my channel. My name is Madison Scarlett and this is Hey 20s. For my first episode, I talk a lot about personal experiences because that's all I can speak from. And I'm not always going to have empirical research to back up my opinion. And that's exactly what this is, just an opinion. So please never take anything I say as facts unless I say otherwise or give you the data to back it up. Um, this is just what I've learned from my environment and I am biased. So please keep that in mind whenever anyone tries to give you advice. Where are they getting their information from? It's okay to question and it's okay to be critical. Anyway, on to the video. For my first video, I really wanted to talk about my personal journey towards self-love. I think it's really important we talk about this because I keep noticing people in my day-to-day -day life who maybe don't love themselves very much or who could love themselves more. Um, and this is the, the longest relationship that you'll ever have with yourself. So you might as well like who you are. It does make things a lot easier. Trust me on that one. So I will be referring a lot to my notes just so I don't forget anything, but I probably will forget something. Um, I'm, I'm definitely going to try and post this video because I've been refilming and it's just been a mess, but love. <laughs> just got to love myself anyways. So for context, what I've written down here in my notes is that it's been roughly a three-month journey, although I'd say that's inaccurate. Um, not everything I do to show myself love has been for three months, nor do I do it every day. I switch it up, um, but I think that ultimately the dedication I've put towards loving myself has been a journey for roughly three months. And I've seen, the message that I'm trying to say is that just within the short amount of time, I've seen a world of difference. Like it's unbelievable how I feel about myself now um, compared to how I felt three or so months ago. And I guess on that note, we'll start off with the benefits. And the first thing I've written down here is I'm really good at enjoying things alone, which is incredibly relevant right now. Um, and also a skill in today's climate. I think that if there's ever a time to be your own best friend, the time is now. <laughs> um, we're not able to depend on the same people for connection, love, and support. So you really have to look inward and be okay with what you got. I used to be absolutely awful at this. A few years ago, I would probably tell you I was an extrovert. So I was constantly needing other people's energy to build me up. But now I definitely identify more as a outgoing introvert. And I want to clarify, being an extrovert or an introvert has nothing to do with how shy or outgoing you are. I think a teacher once explained it as having your glass either um, half full versus nearly full. Extroverts are half full and rely a lot on other people's energy um, in order to feel their best, whereas introverts are, you know, they need little social interaction and sometimes even too much is overwhelming. Um, and that's definitely how I feel, I think, now. Which has a lot to do with my next point, not needing other people to validate an experience. How many times have you wanted to do something, but no one else wanted to tag along, so you didn't end up doing it? I've done that plenty of times and I think that it's depriving yourself of an experience that you've already deemed as fun or enjoyable or, or worthy 
you know, if you think something is fun and you're not hurting anyone, that's all that matters. So you should go and do it. Examples that I like to use, which are pre-pandemic, but are still doing things like going to the movies by yourself, going out to dinner alone. Um, I have heard plenty of my friends talk about the idea of going out to dinner by themselves as absolutely mortifying. And I realized that some of it may be cultural, like some countries going out to eat is a big social event and they won't even seat you if you're just by yourself. But where I live in Canada and for most Western countries, the only thing preventing people from eating alone is the judgment that they may face by strangers, uh, by people they've never met before. Don't limit your experiences because you think that you need someone else's approval to enjoy them. Um, you know, playing a sport by yourself, eating alone, going to the movies or a show or an event, whatever, doing that alone is okay. I think most of the time, you, you may even have more fun by yourself. Um, how often are we influenced by other people's moods? You know, you want to go to a concert. That's another thing, going to a concert by yourself. How many times have you wanted to see an artist and you kind of drag someone along and they didn't really want to see it and just their attitude and energy kind of brings you down because you were so pumped and now their sourpuss face has really put a damper on your mood and your experience. So don't be afraid to do that stuff by yourself once COVID is over, <laughs> of course. Um, for example, I have this fantasy where my future partner and I are dancing to the music we like and laughing at our dorky dance moves and just enjoying each other's space. Like this is a hardcore dream of mine because it's something that I love doing so much. Um, but I don't have a partner right now. Uh, so what am I supposed to do in the meantime? Just not dance? No, I'm not going to wait for anyone to do the things that I want to do I'm doing it now like I love shimmying and shaking the mirror and laughing at myself and how ridiculous I look because it brings me joy I have so much fun doing it I was doing it right before I started filming because I needed a pick-me-up um so yeah and on a side note I think something that really helps kind of bringing up your mood and which helps aid in the quest of loving yourself is to listen to music that you enjoy. Um, I'm getting a lot better at this. I used to listen to songs that were like okay or whatever, but now the requirement is if I'm not dancing my ass off, then I'm not listening to the song. Um, like if it's not a song that I want to die to listening, then forget about it. It's not being played. So I know that some of the things I've listed here that I like to do alone may just be the things that I like to do. I'm not saying that you should go out and start dancing and whatever. If that's not what you like to do, then don't do it. Just figure out what brings you joy and don't limit yourself because you don't have anyone else to do it with you. Like going out for walks or coloring. Adult coloring books are fantastic. Um, making jewelry, making candles, decorating your Christmas tree or, or buying new seasonal decorations and decorating your house. Or There are so many things that you can find joy in that we think we need other people for, but you don't. You definitely do not. Something else I do to show myself love are saying affirmations. And I, wait, before you click off, I, I know you knew that this was coming. I know you knew that what kind of freaking self-love video would this be if I didn't tell you to look yourself in the eyes and say, I love you and tell yourself all these beautiful, wonderful things. 
when I first did it, it felt absolutely ridiculous. And the analogy that I wrote was it actually felt a lot similar to trying snowboarding for the first time. Um, It's very counterintuitive. And if you feel like you're about to fall flat on your face, then you're probably snowboarding very effectively. Um, But it felt weird. It felt strange and super unfamiliar and just wrong, all around wrong. Affirmations for me were the one thing that was that seemed totally unnecessary and I think that's because like most of us or I don't know if this is like most of us but definitely for me I don't have explicit inner dialogue so it's not like I'm looking in the mirror and berating myself but I also wasn't looking in the mirror and appreciating myself or showing myself the love that I deserve or love that I would expect a partner to show me. And that's the trick, is to pretend that you are dating yourself. You know, it's the first few months of the honeymoon stage, and what do you do to show your new boo that you love them? We're all guilty of this. I definitely am. We do things like buy flowers, chocolates, shower them with compliments. We run the bath water and throw rose petals in there. You know, candlelit, dinner, the whole nine yards. But when was the last time you did something like that for yourself? Just for you, you know? No strings attached. I would never show myself that kind of kindness. Typically, I would only reserve it for friends, family, or um, the partners that I was dating. Were dating? Was dating? I don't know. Um, But another way to conceptualize it is to ask yourself, how do I want a potential partner to treat me? your ideal partner, like there's no limits here. How are they treating you? And something that came up for me, which was really telling was, I want to show up with no makeup, hair a mess, acne, you know, all over my face and just not looking my best, maybe a little bloat, but still be loved. You know, I want to be loved despite what I have going on. It's That's unconditional love and I want it. Meanwhile, every time I look in the mirror, I have feelings of judgment and disappointment whenever I don't have makeup on and I don't think that I look the way I should. Should? You know, as if I need to look a certain way. As if I'm not enough just the way I am. And once I realized that I had these feelings for myself deep, deep, deep down, because again, you're not actively saying it to yourself or I was never actively saying it to myself. Like you're not enough and you're not worthy, whatever. But they're there. It's just feelings of inadequacy that uh, I was constantly sort of struggling with. Anyways, once I acknowledged these feelings, I knew I had to change it because it's not healthy to depend on other people to heal you. It's also kind of bullshit. You're never going to find someone who will heal you or put you back together. But I'm going to save that um, spiel for a little bit later. We'll get to that in a minute. So what do you do or what have you done in the past to show the people in your life that you love them? Make a list. Do those things for yourself. Make it like a date night every single night. Um, And... If it seems too overwhelming, which it shouldn't. I think actually if it's overwhelming, then you're not finding the things that you truly enjoy. Because once you're doing the things you like, it's smooth sailing. Like there's no 
there's no angst that that follows it like running myself a bath and and putting bubbles and freaking candles everywhere it's like I never I don't want to leave I'm pruny for hours because I'm just I'm stuck in there getting nothing else done but self-love and self-care another trick I used was writing on my washroom mirror I grabbed a bright red lipstick and I wrote in big cursive letters, I am beautiful in the center of it. And then all around, I wrote other affirmations like, I am worthy, I am happy, healthy, whole and complete, I am smart, I am strong, I am resilient, I am invincible, you know, all the things that say screw humility and just acknowledging, you know, the worth that you have inside because you have it, it's all there. Um, and the best part about that is that when I first started doing, or when I first started graffitiing my washroom, I forgot about it. So whenever I would go to the bathroom, I'd forget. And I'd look in the mirror and be startled for a second. And then just this overwhelming feeling of gratitude and appreciation washed over me because it was not, it was just like surprise compliments for myself that I totally forgot about. Um, and I don't know, it just made me feel really good so I highly recommend and it's going to be even better if you forget trust me on that one and another thing that I wanted to talk about is loving myself allows me to love other people even more and I never knew that that was quite possible I always thought that I was a bleeding heart and this and that um but bleeding hearts without boundaries are I think just a ticking time bomb it's it's unsustainable you can't be a loving, empathetic, bleeding heart for everyone all the time because you're going to burn yourself out and bad. So it's okay to have boundaries. Um, but again, I'm getting ahead of myself. It's true when people say that misery loves company and it's not because I think that it comes from this malicious place of if I can't be happy, neither can you and we're all supposed to suffer. Rather, at least for me, it got to a point where I forgot how to be nice to other people because I wasn't being nice to myself. I got to a place in my last relationship where I was so unhappy for dating someone who treated me very poorly that I started taking out my anger on everyone else. Uh, I was so short-tempered and full of attitude. It was like on a war path and anybody in my way would feel my wrath or my rage whatever during this time in my life I felt really stupid um and in hindsight I think I was projecting onto other people and anytime someone did something that upset me I automatically thought well they're just an idiot they're stupid when in actuality all I, I was just feeling dumb about myself and the decisions I was making because I knew I deserved better but I wasn't doing better <sighs> Um, an example that I wrote down was people not moving fast enough that was a big thing you're not moving fast enough talking fast enough doing things quick enough I was very angry (laughs) obviously it's ridiculous but I had so much hatred in my heart that I didn't know how to be kind anymore like genuinely forgot and that's the furthest I've ever felt from myself and who I really am which only really exasperated the negative feelings that I had about myself. Which leads me to my next point. How can you ever love someone if you don't love yourself? 
I used to hate this saying when I was younger. Now I understand it a lot better. But I think more importantly, how do you expect to be loved if you can't love yourself? How do you expect to be loved the way you deserve to be loved if you can't love yourself? Really let that sink in before you start arguing with me because I know, again, a lot of people are not going to agree with what I have to say and that's okay. But in this case, I think love is a synonym for respect. When you respect yourself, you treat yourself kindly, you have boundaries and you have limits. You know how you deserve to be treated by others. And when they violate your boundaries, you're not afraid to cut them off. And that's a big thing, is not being afraid to let go of people who violate your boundaries or who cross you too many times. You're not afraid to let go because you know that you're not completed by anyone else. You have everything that you need inside of you and that's what comes from loving yourself, is having faith and confidence in who you are and not depending on others to bring you back up. So this is what I was kind of alluding to earlier. And what I wanted to say is that you will never, ever, ever, ever in a million years find what you're looking for in other people. We're always looking outside of ourselves for love and kindness and, the, and understanding, the understanding that we so desperately want in this life. But the solutions are inside of you. We can try and depend on other people to make us feel whole, but that almost always ends in disaster. If you rely on someone and convince yourself that you need so-and-so for love and acceptance, you're that much more hurt and desperate to cling onto a relationship despite the quality or state that it may be in. And I think that's why so many people have a hard time letting go. We hang on to toxic relationships because we convince ourselves that we need this person. You don't need anyone. Newsflash, and I know that's going to rub people the wrong way and don't get me wrong. We need love. We need connection. We need a sense of belonging. But to say that you need it in John or Jen... To fulfill those specific needs is just totally false and you're, it's like shooting yourself in the foot. I used to do that. I'm definitely guilty of this and I can speak from personal experience that in a relationship I would feel like I need love, I need you to feel loved and remind myself that I'm worthy and deserving of good things and because I can't show it to myself, you have to do it and that's why when a breakup is ensuing or the relationship is on the rocks your whole entire world shatters and that's exactly what it means it's like cutting off your air supply it's not like you're or i at least it's not like i was stuck on a partner because i loved them so much or i needed what they brought to the table or that they were providing something i couldn't get elsewhere it's just that i need love the irony of course being that you can get it from yourself and that you don't need a boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever um, to, to give it to you. And this is going to resonate a lot more with some people than with others. For us, maybe uh, serial monogamists. Hello, hi, nice to meet you. My name is Madison. Um, this was a challenge. This was a really big deal. Um, always kind of in a relationship back to back to back to back because... I was getting some sense of love and many of us will go the rest of our lives without ever truly loving ourselves 
the way that we at least deserve to be but once you do and you put yourself first your whole entire world opens up trust me on that one another thing that i wanted to mention is knowing that my self-worth doesn't all of a sudden deplete just because of someone else's talents beauty intelligence or whatever it is comparing and belittling ourselves because of the people we see on instagram or facebook or tiktok whoever whatever and seeing that they have more money that they're prettier that they have bigger muscles that they're more successful whatever it is that you're using to compare yourself to stop it's enough and it's not healthy it's not good for you nor does it mean anything and and what they're portraying and what they're putting online actually has nothing to do with you at all ever who cares what someone else has because it doesn't even matter if you reach the absolute peak of success for yourself if you think that someone else is doing better than you you're never going to be happy or satisfied and that's what it has to do with are you satisfied with what you have going on because if you are then then it's okay that you see someone who's beautiful you don't all of a sudden feel insecure about it or it's okay to see that someone drives a more expensive car you're okay with it because it doesn't have anything to do with you Your worth is not contingent to other people's success or talents or wonders or whatever. We're all different for a reason and you bring something different to the table that so-and-so cannot. Okay, now I'm just ranting. (laughs) I am just ranting. I have so much more to say, but I don't want to make these episodes too, too long. I've done a lot of talking and I know I call this a podcast, but it's only me and it is very difficult to get everything I want to say out and in a smooth articulate fashion so yeah I don't know I don't want these to be too too long because otherwise it will drive me um, mad (laughs) hopefully you liked the video if you did let me know if you didn't also let me know I would love to have a discussion with everyone and hear your thoughts and feelings and opinions and emotions because I have my own and that's all this video was so yeah subscribe if you'd like as well please do that that'd be fantastic Otherwise, I will see you next week. Stay happy, stay healthy.